0: Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Hello and welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And this week, we are going to be chatting with you about the Maiden, the Mother, and the Crone. And last week, uh, I talked with y'all about rites of passage, and I definitely brought up some, some things about the Maiden, Mother, and Crone. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to just kind of expand and meander our way
1: through this topic together. Back <laughs> together again. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to that one last week. That was great. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you're like listening to our podcast even when you're not on it. Of huh? course. Yeah.
1: Great. Well, you were in the car a lot. I was. So yeah, that gave me something Lots to driving. do yeah.
0: for a minute. Um so yeah. So I want to just start off by talking a little bit about how the maiden mother and crone and the triple goddess have really uh, taken, I guess, root and and grown within the neo-Pagan culture. Um, of the 20th century. And that really the origins of that came from an author whose name is, I do not have my notes in front of me, so please forgive me. His name is um, eluding me at this moment. Uh, He wrote, he was a poet and a writer, and he wrote a book in the early 20th century, late 1800s, actually, maybe. Uh, And he referenced the triple goddess and this kind of came, took root and grew uh, in the 1960s, 1970s, uh, when neo-paganism really took off and Wicca mm-hmm. became like a thing, right? Yep. Uh, because you know, paganism's been around for ever,
1: forever and ever, always.
0: <laughs> pre-Christian, uh, pre-every. Right. Yeah, right. And the word "witch" has been associated with, and
1: pagan just means non-Christian. Pretty much, that's what, what it think. means. Really? Is that yeah. like that's the dictionary like the dictionary says? says non-Christian? All right. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty encompassing. Very wide. Yeah. So we've narrowed that gap. Like it's nowadays when people say pagan, it's a lot more of a narrow gap because you wouldn't say like someone who you know what I'm saying? Because there's so many other, like a Buddhist wouldn't be a pagan, you know? Right. But I guess in the original use of that term, they would be. They would be. But for so, our purposes,
0: yeah. all intents and purposes that we are using the word pagan for, I'm thinking more along the lines of earth-based spirituality. Correct. Great. Me. Correct.
1: We're on the same. Correct. correct. You are correct.
0: mark. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Veronica and I are on the same page. Yeah, so. That's what I meant to say. Great, yeah. Thank great, you. Great. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we're fine. We're doing good. Uh, so, you know, Wicca was something. Oh, if you just heard a rustle, that's my dog.
1: <laughs> she has something to say. She's ready to my my dog has a
0: lot to say today, this particular dog. <laughs> I have two dogs, but one of them is um, much more vocal and uh, needy than the other one these days. She's, she doesn't like being away from us. Okay, refocus.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I took us on a tangent with pagan, but you right. were talking about neo-paganism
0: talking... and yes. back to that yeah. and Wicca yes. and this idea of the triple goddess and you know there's some um, some I guess criticism of this idea of the maiden, mother, and crone as being life stages because they very much revolve around a woman's reproductive ability. And I actually would disagree that that's the case. I think that maybe traditionally that was how they came into being, but I think there's so much more to each of those stages than just being a reproductive stage. Mm-hmm. I think it has a lot to do with what's happening in that phase of life. Um, you know, so you could think of, Oh, what were you going to say?
1: I was just going to say, do you see it as, as a linear, like you move from maidenhood to motherhood to cronedom, like in a linear way or do you feel like let's say you're a mother but you actually at some point of your life um I don't know I'm just gonna say midlife crisis and you choose to like revert a little to your maidenhood and maybe go out partying or whatever you know what I'm saying yeah. like, like there's a phase in there so it's maybe not as linear as we might look at it that it's could be kind of like a way of being or you know right so I so
0: So yes. And so I do think of it as linear within the relationship to our bodies, Mm -hmm. as far as, you know, we, we are born and we die. And there's a lot of stuff that happens in between and physiologically we are moving through, you know, our, our babyhood and our childhood and our Mm -hmm. adolescence. And then we come into our adulthood and there's this period of time in our adulthood, Um, where we're often working and creating and providing and doing all of this, whether you're a physical mother or not. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we transition often from that into our older age where we might slow down a little bit and where maybe we're not doing all the things. Maybe we're just doing a few of the things or we go into retirement, Mm -hmm. um, and our bodies start to slow down. Yep. You know, it's kind of that natural progression of what happens physiologically. And when I think about the maiden mother and crone, just within the life cycle, not necessarily even the reproductive life cycle, but just the life cycle, that feels more linear. Mm -hmm. But what you're saying, energetically, emotionally, I feel like not only are those stages existing on a spectrum. There's all this overlap and then there's like this leapfrogging. Mm-hmm. And I think that to me is the part that ties into my spiritual practice is of getting to know each of those energies nice and then yeah. how can I work with those, harness those, um, find empowerment within those to
1: you know craft my own magic around them. Yeah, that's in- it's interesting you say that because what popped into my head was bridget. So for many years when we would celebrate Bridget, I could not connect with her. Like I was not feeling a connection. And, you know, mostly she holds this. I mean, she is a triple goddess. Like they they say she is a triple goddess. But mostly I've always looked at her as in the maiden Mm -hmm. mode. And I feel like that maybe in that time of my life, because I was really into motherhood, that I could not at all resonate with the idea of her being a maiden so I had a really hard time connecting with her and and at some point I separated my experience from who what she had and could or you know what I'm saying that she embodied okay. and I could access that energy I could be like oh that's what it's like you
0: know So for you, there wasn't a relationship because when I think about Bridget, I think about her creativity and Mm -hmm. I think about her connection to poetry. And she actually has a connection to like midwifery, I believe as well. Yes. And so to me, that all ties into that mother energy.
1: But you didn't feel that. I I guess when I first was introduced to Bridget, I always saw her and she was depicted as being a maiden. Uh And so that new energy, you know, and I was definitely not feeling that like I've, I actually most of my life have not felt that
0: <laughs> which is kind of hysterical because Veronica is one of the most playful people
1: I know interesting yeah right? I know that about myself but like I guess that's just part of who I am and I'm not really looking at that as being maiden energy although hello that is you know mm-hmm. yeah totally yeah so I like that idea of looking at it as like you know separating the maiden mother crone or looking at it in several different aspects mm-hmm. and like spir- spiritually is really, um, it is a lot more fluid to me than looking at it as in like a life cycle.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I just was going to say something and I forgot what it
0: was. <laughs> oh, I know what it was. I was going to talk about how our relationships with with the Maiden Mother and Crone that those energies
1: mm-hmm.
0: are often influenced by the relationships we have with the people in our lives who hold those roles for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, mm-hmm. uh, we don't have to talk in depth about our own personal experiences with our, you know, people in our lives, um, or we can, I probably will cause I overshare, but <laughs> Um, but I I will say that, you know, my own relationship with my mother is very, I have a really good relationship with my mom, but there's, there are shadow sides to it too. Mm -hmm. And, um, my own relationship with other people mothering me and with me mothering other people Mm -hmm. definitely influences how I look at that role or that energy of mother. Yes. Um, yes. And look at all the facets, not just the like light of like, oh, nurturing and loving, but like, there's also that overbearing energy Mm -hmm. that can happen or that, or the abandonment energy, Mm -hmm. right? And a lot of people hold mother wounds for whatever reason, they might not have had the perfect mother. What mother is perfect? No kidding. Human. Humanness is not perfect. (laughs) Humanness is messy. So, you know, there's the good enough, good enough mother, which is the whole psychological term we could go down that road but we won't uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> look it up i feel like that mother it's so interesting we're talking we're settling on the mother right now because the mother for me is like so multifaceted mm-hmm. i mean i guess maybe because i haven't hit my crondom yet or i mean i've had definitely times when i felt like i was there like mentally yes um but yeah i feel like there's just so many aspects just because it's not just like embodying the mother, but it's like actually to be a mother too. Like as I am a mother, mm-hmm. like all the things that that holds, all the things like my relationship with my mother, all the relationships of like, yeah. Feeling like maybe I have to mother other people, you know, like, yeah. 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 It's
0: fascinating. Right? It is when very you start, multifaceted. When you start to take it all apart. <laughs> yeah. And really examine, you know, what what does it mean to be a mother? What does it mean to you to be a mother? Uh, what does it mean energetically and, you know, action-oriented as well? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what does it feel like? Um, and then when you think about, like, we'll just backtrack to the maiden here for a minute. You know, to me, that feels a lot like play mm-hmm. and fun and that naivety and wide-eyedness. Um, we were just doing some card pulls for our, for Wednesday wisdom um, on Facebook. And, you know, you pulled a card that you were associating with the fool. And we were just talking a little bit about that,
1: uh, that fool energy that like, Oh, I'm going off. Oh, adventure. Yeah. Just like total, like innocence, like no forethought at all. Just like being in the present moment, like right amazing right made an energy it's so interesting because like i get sometimes so bogged down Mm -hmm, that i mm -hmm. look at other people that have that energy or that maybe maybe that's a little much you know maybe they've overdone it or whatever not balanced it's not balanced but i look at it and i either judge it Mm -hmm. or i feel like um resentful that i i'm not there right like i want to go there that looks fun Right. Who doesn't want to have fun? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and and just like taking on maybe the mother role a little too much. And like, how can I access that maiden energy in a balanced way that feels good to me? Right.
0: Well, and, you know, even as we were talking about the the shadow and light of the mother energy, there's shadow and light in the maiden energy too, right? Mm-hmm. Because just like what you're saying, like maybe somebody is too head in the clouds mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so they're not really rooted here in what's going on. Um, you know, or you think about the adolescent phase of maidenhood, right? And it's a little self-absorbed. Oh my gosh. I was the most self-absorbed. So dramatic.
1: Everything's about me.
0: <laughs> that was my teenage life. Everything was deeply dramatic, very rebellious Totally dangerous. Like I was very Mm -hmm. dangerous when I was a teenager. (laughs) I feel like it's a miracle that I made it to adulthood. Um, I made really bad choices, like a lot. And and my maiden energy was very out of sync. And I was also Mm -hmm. really playing with the fire side of that, of like the sexuality and the sensuality and, you know, all of that. Just like off the hook. So there is this, this way that any of these energies can get out of balance. And um, we can carry them into different parts of our lives, because I definitely carried pieces
1: of that into my, especially early adulthood. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then, then you're at that point where you're, I don't know, you're kind of, you can get stuck yeah. in a role. Yeah. And it's, it can be unhealthy for you. Absolutely. You no. Know? Absolutely. Like I, and I feel like sometimes I like. I I definitely go there with the mother piece, you know, like, Mm -hmm. okay. It's time to step back. You you don't need to get your hand in all of that. You know, like you don't have to be the boss of everything. Yeah. You're not responsible for all the things. And therefore maybe I need to access either the crone energy, you know, the wise teacher where there is that balance or the maiden, you know, energy where it's like, You know what? You can do that yourself. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to read a book, right? You know, or take a bath. You know,
0: (laughs) maybe become a little more self-absorbed.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Ooh, I like that. Right? Again, balance. Right? There's there's all these facets. There's all this opportunity for imbalance. How do you bring those energies into balance? Mm -hmm. And I think you can pull on, you know, different ones to create some of that balance. So let's talk about the crown. So we are not like in in years we are not up into our crone ages yet no um we're getting there (laughs)
1: it's around the corner we're lucky it's around the corner for us uh
0: you know and and i but i have a lot of crones in my life and i have been very blessed to have a variety of different women in various stages of their life older stages of their lives um be my friends like people I get to hang out with and talk to and connect with. And I think that because I always had such a good relationship with my grandma and it was more not more of a friend relationship. It definitely was when I got older, but uh there was this this friend energy between us that I felt like I could be friends with older women
1: mm.
0: or women who are older than I am. Uh, and I think that many women
1: shy away from that. Yeah. For a lot of different reasons.
0: I think that me for a-
1: one. You shy away from it? Sometimes. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I'm looking at you with my eyes a little wide because I'm like, oh, crumb. Oh, crumb. I think I do that. Do you? <laughs> oh, yeah. But it has to do with authority. Oh. It's tied in with authority. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I mean, I guess we could go into that, but it, just a little bit is like a lot of times with age comes this this authority figure. Uh-huh. And I I can struggle with that sometimes. I shy away from it because i i i like sometimes a little less structure
0: and so how tied into your own relationship with your mother and your grandparents is that <laughs> you don't have to answer that i
1: but. yeah 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 no i love i i had a great relationship with all of my grandparents like oh, i okay. love the elderly like i could connect with them I feel like I can connect with them, but I do have this, I do have an adverse reaction sometimes to older people in authority. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. So what I
0: was thinking about when I was thinking about why, um, why women, younger women might not want to connect with older women is that it's a mirror. And I think we, mm. as a culture, hold a lot of fear around aging and death, right? Like, yeah. I mean, look at our beauty industry. It's like off the hook stupid. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> um, be younger. Get rid of your wrinkles. Do Inject all the your things. your face right? E. coli or whatever. Whatever. Bacteria. Botulism. Yeah, botulism. <laughs> Here, quick, have some Botox. Yeah. Uh, make sure you dye your hair. One of the things I've loved, just sidebar about this pandemic, is that so many women who used to dye their hair all the time have let themselves go gray. And I'm like, yes celebrate the gray, <laughs> celebrate the silver. Like it's fun to dye your hair for fun. Yes. But not because you feel like you want to be younger and yeah. be a, an
1: image that you're trying to fit yeah. into. Yeah.
0: I, I don't know. That's, that's my bias. So I understand that might sound judgmental. Um, and it definitely is a bias that I have. Yeah. Cause I, some women
1: do it cause they feel more beautiful yes. and it actually helps them. Yes.
0: You know? Um, totally. And I happen to be, can you hear my dogs growling? You know, this is my day today. My dogs are interrupting everything. They, um, they were interrupting our card pools earlier. They're interrupting our podcast now. They're, they are feeling very playful, and they would like everybody to be
1: involved in that. <laughs> so, apologies for the background ruckus. <laughs> Got to a real high crescendo there for a moment. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Started to get a little dangerous, Look, a little close, a <laughs> close to all the cords. Um, but I do think that there is this um, avoidance mm-hmm. or or just you know
1: fear around aging. It's and it's uh, sometimes it's not a pretty process. No. The aging process, like the body starts to break down. You're less, you know, you have less mobility. Um, you know, and so there is this sense of like a lot of. I mean, I'm not there yet, but what I've seen is like a lack of worth. Uh, right. You know, like, you know, women or men can start feeling like they're not as worthy as they're getting older because yeah. they, they can't work as hard, maybe physically or like contribute in the same way. And I've I've always felt like I would hope that when I got to that stage that I could hold like some sort of wisdom that, y- you know, you could impart on the next generation totally. that 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 would be what that stage was about, mm-hmm. you know, for me. Right. Well, it's, it, you
0: know, I'm just sitting kind of, uh, I guess, germinating, steeping in this idea of, of crone energy. And one of the things my grandmother used to talk about a lot was how everybody's going so darn fast. Yes. Right? Everybody's going so fast. So slow down, slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that by going so fast, we were missing out on so many things. And I do think that that is something that happens in that mid, middle stage of our lives is that we do start to go fast and that part of what happens uh, in kind of dumb and that later time of life is we do have the opportunity, many people have the opportunity to slow down, not everybody, you know, it is, it is a privilege too. But our bodies slow down. So we, mm-hmm. we kind of do slow down. We kind of have to slow down. Yep. And um, I think there can be an avoidance of that as well And I also think that it can lead to sort of this negative connotation of what you, what were you saying? Like lack of worth, lack of worth. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, well you're not on it. You're not doing it. I'm snapping my fingers. That's that sound. Uh, (laughs) Snapping my fingers. You're not doing it. Uh, (laughs) So then your worth is gone. Um, Yeah. You know, and I think that that is, it's really sad because when we do slow down, and we do take the time to listen and connect with people who are older than us, wherever they are in, you know, in their stage of life, um, we learn,
1: we, there's an opportunity to learn. Well, yeah. And I feel like in Crondum, I feel like, like it's not, I guess it's not like the learning never stops, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like, like. Wisdom is always what comes to me when I think of chromdom mm-hmm. is wisdom. Mm-hmm. Whether you're holding wisdom, imparting wisdom, gaining wisdom, it's, it feels like be- because the body is shifting, you know, so much at that point that hopefully the mind is still like super active and is, you know, I guess, accessing you. So you're accessing the mind more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or differently. Mm -hmm. I mean, you view the world differently. I remember that was one
0: thing with my grandma. You know, I use her as an example a lot just because we were close and because I moved through all her state, her end stages of life with her side by side. But even, even in her like later, later years, when she had had strokes and um, her mind was not as sharp and she knew her mind was not as sharp Mm -hmm. there was still this sense of wonder I mean this is also who she was but there was this sense of wonder in the world uh, because she was slow more slow like Mm -hmm. moving more slowly through the world she really appreciated things Mm -hmm. and I believe that really can be one of the gifts that comes that wisdom piece Mm -hmm. can come from slowing
1: down and really taking in what's around you um yeah what comes to me is my my grandpa he lived to the ripe old age of 94 right and when he was you know towards the end of his life i would always you know go for walks with him and it just you know more and more we got slower and slower and we did less and less but my daughter loves to roller skate so, you know, I couldn't go for walks. she couldn't go for walks with us because it was so slow. She couldn't handle how slow it was because mm-hmm. we were shuffling, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, here, get on your roller skate. So she literally would skate circles around us <laughs> like incredible, like and but it brought so much joy to my grandpa. You know, I'm thinking, oh, this is a practical thing. This will keep her going and, you know, she'll be able to still be with us, you know. Cause she needed to be with me, you know, I was mothering, you know, (laughs) but my grandpa was just like shuffling and just would stop every now and then and just watch her and smile and just like, she's doing amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So like his concept was like towards a different, you know, he was looking at it in a different way. Like, and I could see that like, as he would, you know, the later stages of life, like your, your vision changes, like you're seeing things in a different way. Yes.
0: Yes. That's what I would hope.
1: And I hope I do that too. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, but I think, so you say that, I hope I do that too. And I think that brings me back to kind of just this, this really root point of looking at the maiden mother crone is that we do tend to embody different energies more than others. Mm -hmm. And I think the more we get to understand these relationships that we have to these energies and to these life stages in the way that we perceive them and these roles in the way that we perceive them, the more apt we are to be able to find that balance and to kind of have that more bird's eye view of like, oh, look, I'm doing that mothering thing again. Uh And I don't want to do that. Exactly. Exactly. I want to be able to step back, so maybe I need to, like you were saying earlier, bring in some more of that maiden energy. Maybe I need to be a little more self-absorbed and, Mm -hmm. you know, focused on the fun. Um, Or maybe I need to bring in some more of that crone energy and get a little more reflective Mm -hmm. and look at this from a different angle. It's very insightful. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway,
1: that was, that's
0: my big overview.
1: I mean, it's pretty like when you talk about the triple goddess, I actually have, you know, I have the, the moons tattoo. We have these moons. Th- I was going to say, uh, I have
0: that you tattoo do as too. well. We
1: did it together. Yes. We have matching tattoos. <laughs> the waning, the waxing and the full moon symbol, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's the symbol of the triple, triple goddess. Um, I, have always look at the, like, yeah, just like these faces, you mm-hmm. know, that we go through right. and, and can embody you know well and if you think about them as phases and you think about the lunar cycle
0: it's always in motion mm-hmm. so like where we began this conversation where you were like do you think about this as linear or do you you know i think it can be linear but i also think that it can move and shift and change uh and not not necessarily in the same way that a moon cycle does you know it might not be mm-hmm. This and then that it might be this and this and then that, and then maybe back to this again, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, that that reminds me. My mom, she like got at the later stages, you know, when she started going into her cronum. And you know, I actually had just had a baby, and she was starting to like work out and feeling so good about herself, and like, just like, you know. So much more like she felt like she was going back to her maidenhood. Like Mm -hmm. she was embodying the maidenhood, you know, Mm -hmm. aspect. And I was just like in awe. And I even had moments of like, well, wait, you're not a maiden. (laughs) What's happening
0: right now? Why is,
1: you know, why are you wearing those shorts right now? Seriously. (laughs) Of course she's my mom. So I'm going to judge her. You know, (laughs) I'm like, "Um, you know, you're a grandma now. Like, why aren't you acting like a grandma? But she was definitely... She was doing her thing. Yeah. Like, and I look back and of course I don't judge her for that. I think, wow, good for her, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, awesome. Like she was doing something for herself. You well, know? now you can see that yeah. because you're not needing the same things from her that you did in that moment. Yes, that is true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <can't believe> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I just want to kind of put a cap on this uh, because this is a topic that we could go on and on and on about. And I would just invite you that if you feel curious or interested in learning more about the maiden mother and crone and how these things live inside of you, um, I am offering a class. So some of you might know already that I do offer a year long program called the priestess path, and it is 13 moons and 12 lessons. And the maiden mother crone is one of those lessons. And I'm actually opening the doors to invite people to step inside the current cohort of the priestess path, uh, starting this Friday, April 23rd. So if you're listening to this beyond that, you can just pretend I didn't say any of this. Uh, (laughs) But I I am offering an opportunity to step into the current cohort of the Priestess path and join us for the Maiden Mother Crone lesson, which is a month long. And it's really a deep exploration into Not just these energies and the archetypes, but how they live inside of you so that you can grow that relationship and bring those energies into your practice and create more balance Mm -hmm. in your life um, from that place. Because the more balanced we are and the more, I believe, this is my bias with my psychological background, but (laughs) the more aware we are of how we embody different things, the more in touch we are with ourselves and therefore the more in touch we are with our magic. Nice. Nice. So, if this is something you're interested in, you can hop up over to wisewomanwitchery.com uh, and you can check out the Maiden, Mother, Crone journey, uh, or you can sign up for the waitlist for the Priestess path if that seems like something you're feeling called to, and um, that that is an option over there as well. So that's my little my little uh, plug, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us this week and next week tain's coming so we're yeah. going to be talking about fairies fairies the Fay folk our friends the Fay folk we're not friends it just depends it depends could on the either Fae. way could. <laughs> join us for that conversation <laughs> next week and remember uh you are magic embrace it thanks for tuning in to the witch next door you can help others find us by subscribing to and rating this podcast If you're interested in supporting this work, you can do so through the Anchor support link in our description. And if you're ready to dive a little deeper, hop on over to wisewomanwitchery.com and check out the Wise Woman Witchery Diving Deeper monthly membership group. The details and sign up link are available there. And remember, you are magic. Embrace it.